A listener note, this episode contains mature themes and strong language. Listener discretion advised. Share. it's me. Hi. Just use your key, Cornell. I think I'm dying. Well, good thing Dr. Coco's here, right? Okay, I have Pedialyte, Gatorade, black coffee, bagels, and that magic smoothie from TikTok with like 13 million views. Full disclosure, I did drink about half of it on the way here. It's good. Cornell Pratt wasn't my closest friend, but he was one of the only other people in the social circle from our 20s who wasn't settled down with the average 1.9 kids and a golden retriever by now. We met at a fashion week after party over a decade ago, when your number of mentions on Guest of a Guest was your social capital, and Cornell was flush. He knew what everyone was wearing, where everyone was working, and most importantly, who everyone was fucking. It helped him maintain his self-appointed status as one of the last real socialites of New York. All right, where should we start? Let's start with you never clapping that loud ever again. Sorry. Uh, He had you drinking the cheap stuff last night? Not cheap, just a lot. You know I know my way around a bottle of Dom, but he drinks like it's a sport. His generation's built different. I swear, all that four loco permanently changed their brain. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Ooh, we should go to my Equinox and get IV drips today. Why do you need a gym membership? You hate exercise. It was one of those new year, new me deals. They were basically giving memberships away for free. Yeah, the guy selling you your membership was hot, wasn't he? Everyone there is. Cher, it's a goddamn beef bomb. Well, as much as I'd love to play real life grinder swipe with you today, I can't. Spending another Sunday rechristening the old apartment, are we? No, thank you very much. I'm meeting Min and Scar for a walk in the park, and Mindy put like 30 alerts on the event, so I wouldn't be late. When do you have to leave? Mm, 15 minutes ago. (gasps) Then what are we doing here? I don't want to go. Just pop a couple Advil and throw on your darkest YSLs. The walking won't be that bad. It's not the walking I'm afraid of, it's the (laughs) talking. Cornell was the only friend I told about my new fling so far. He's the best one to share secrets with because he's too self-involved to have a major opinion about my non-fashion choices. Not in a bad way, it's just that Cornell seemed to have a bottomless vault for holding secrets, and no judgment if my secret happened to involve a hot younger subletter. I knew that Mindy and Scarlet, on the other hand, would give me a full interrogation, and I was still too caught up in the honeymoon phase to be under investigation yet. If you want to spend your last judgment-free minutes with me, then honey, you need to shower because you smell like the bathroom of a place that attracts sports fans. I almost had to leave the bar last night without my shoes because they were stuck to the floor. Not the Mew Mew slingbacks. Oh, don't worry. The bouncer used a Swiss army knife to scrape them off the floor. Yeah, I didn't really care whether or not I went home with the squatter, but I was not leaving the slingbacks. That's my girl.
Do you want me to dress you for your walk? I've been a first-hand witness to your struggle with athleisure. Yeah, I don't get it. How are leggings still okay if pants are supposed to be baggy? Oh, and cute excuse, but I know you just want alone time with my shoes. You make it sound so nasty. I prefer to think of it as a footwear appreciation moment. You're listening to Taylor Vaughn Lastly's I Couldn't Help But Wonder, a fiction podcast about a sexy group of friends who, after all these years, are still making their mark on the city. You You fucked fucked the the squatter. squatter. I didn't think you had it in you. (laughs) Oh, I had it in me. And to think you wanted me to help you evict him. A couple months into the pandemic, I found an NDA lying around the suit's new home office. It was signed by one of his former interns to keep her, a 23-year-old girl, quiet about the unsolicited dick pics my husband had been sending her for a year while he was laying in bed next to me. I was right to suspect that this one NDA was just the tip of the iceberg, so I needed a place to stay while I mourned the sinking Titanic that was my marriage. I desperately asked Mindy to find some legal loophole we could exploit to get the squatter out of my apartment and restore ownership to yours truly. But Mindy had flipped sides, and now she said as a landlord I was just a problematic cog in the death wheel of capitalism. She wasn't wrong, and the eviction moratorium wasn't something I could exactly finagle my way around, but I was still mad at Mindy about it. I was pretty sure that I'd left a pair of studded Valentinos hidden in the false bottom of the bathroom cupboard, and I needed them back. (laughs) Yeah, well, maybe if you weren't such a woman of the people, I would actually be living in my apartment, not just staring at the ceiling twice a day. (gasps) Twice a day? No wonder you didn't respond to my text. Oh, yes, I saw that and totally forgot to respond. You wanted to set me up on a blind date or something? Well, yes, but that's before I knew you were- Oh, the squatter? He's just a fuck buddy. A bone on me. Well, this guy Jack I want to set you up with is a good one, Cher. So I don't want to waste him on you if you're not- (laughs) Uh, harsh, Scarlet. Harsh? I'm just being realistic. Cher got out of a 10-year marriage... Charade. Like, basically yesterday. So, I just don't want Jack to be her first pancake. First pancake? You know, how the first pancake is always bad, but then the next one is perfect? It's just that Jack has big second pancake potential. So if you're not ready... Well, Cher, why don't you just upgrade the squatter to first pancake, and then second pancake Jack? Cher said it herself. The squatter is just her fuck buddy. And he's not a pancake. He's a Mickey Mouse-shaped silver dollar. Oh, he's only like 16 years younger than us. Well, come on, tell us. Is he any good? Yeah, rich guys can kind of go either way. Too much money can be a boner killer, or it's like a chip on their shoulder. That makes them eager to please in the bedroom? Yeah, it's that one. Good for Squatter. Oh, and based on his most recent performance, I'd say that he's taking his name to heart. He's incorporating the squat in the bedroom? (laughs) In a big way. The last time Ari squatted, it was to pick up one of the kids' backpacks, and he ended up having to sleep on the floor for two nights. 
So, Scar, what's the deal with the second Pancake Jack guy? Mr. Flapjack. Mr. Flapjack! Nicknames for our love interests started as a way to keep them all straight. At one point or another, all of us had dated a Mike, a Greg, a Dan, or a Chris, so the nicknames were purely logistical. Like Scarlet's Whole Foods Greg, who she met in the alternative grains aisle, was a completely different person than Savannah's Gimpy Greg, who broke his leg on a ski trip. But now, the nicknames were a form of self-protection. When these flings inevitably came to an end, we officially retired the ridiculous nickname in the Dating Hall of Shame, which softened the blow of whatever heartache the person may have caused. I had to admit, Mr. Flapjack was one of my best monikers to date. He's one of Ari's new clients. He took us to dinner the other night at Saga. Okay, Saga reservation. One point for Mr. Flapjack. And Ari would kill me for telling you this, but he's rich. Like, really rich. How rich is he, Scarlet? Well, he's also very handsome. Yeah, I already did really rich and very handsome once before, and it didn't really work out, remember? (laughs) It worked out for your bank account. And for your billable hours. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he's lovely, he's smart, he's age-appropriate. Oh, good! About how far from the crypt are we talking? Yeah, age-appropriate? That sounds like the title of a Nancy Myers movie. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure that I've crossed into my beachy white poncho stage yet. (laughs) Are you two done? (sighs) Like I was saying, he's 56, recently divorced, and his kids are all grown, so no stepmommy battles to inherit. Plus, when I told him about you, he hadn't even heard of your handle. What? I just assumed most middle-aged men were following your TikTok. What I mean is, Jack doesn't care about any of that silly stuff. Like followers and likes and sponsored posts. Oh, so the way I make my living. (sighs) Why are you so into setting us up anyway? Yeah, it sounds like you should date him, Scarlet. Again, Mindy, I don't need to date anyone besides my husband. But I'll admit that a tiny part of me does want you to date Jack, just to know if the image lives up to the reality. (laughs) So what, I'm just a proxy? See, you get it. Which is good, because I kind of already gave him your number. Scar! I know. It's just, the dinner was going so well, and Ari really needed to close this client. Mm, Okay, so now you're pimping me out to land your husband clients. Not pimping. Just connecting two attractive people. Look, ever since I quit the synagogue, I've been trying to keep myself busy in other ways. Like, you know... Meddling? Over-involving yourself? Playing matchmaker? Helping people? Oh, you didn't tell us you left the temple gig. I'm glad for our sakes that you quit, but if Ari made you leave in some kind of misogynistic, Don Draper bullshit move, I swear to God... <laughs> no, no, it, it was all me. I... I guess I just realized that I was using Temple as a distraction from my fear that Ari and I were starting to grow apart. Oh, and you reached that epiphany all on your own? Well, with the help of our therapist. So you had to pay a couple's therapist $500 an hour to tell you what Ari has been saying for the last two years. Whose side are you on? Well, I'm proud of you for leaving, but I'm still going to need you to get me that brisket recipe for Mrs. Herschel, yeah? One sec. Hey, babe. Oh, really? Uh, Okay, hold on, let me ask her. Hey, Cher, our friends just dropped out, so we have two extra tickets to the royalty lineup at Come On Everybody tonight. Jen asked if you and the squatter are down. Excuse me? Why wouldn't you invite me and Ari? 
We're allies. Exactly. Cher, you in? We bought these tickets like six months ago. I don't know that the squatter and I are really on a, you know, going out together in public basis yet. It's just a gay club, Cher, not a commitment ceremony. Well, if it's just a gay club, then why not invite me and Ari? Because, Scarlett, tonight isn't supposed to be a seminar for parents of trans kids, okay? It's supposed to be fun. Are you saying I'm not fun? I'm very fun. Okay, yeah, I'll ask him if he wants to go. But I can't promise that he's going to show up. Or be more fun than Scar. That's fine. Jen? Yeah, she's in. Okay, love you too. And Cher, remember, we're there to appreciate the queens, not upstage them. So just do me a favor and keep the rainbow pantsuit moment in the closet tonight, okay? I ended up going with a sexy but subdued Thierry Mugler dress. I wasn't sure if I was turning down the volume on my outfit because of what Mindy had said or because of the squatter. I've learned that a lot of women are afraid of running men off with their relentless expectations, but I'm afraid of running men off with my relentless wardrobe. Hey, I'm gonna run to the bar for the next round. What are you ladies drinking? Dirty Shirley. Whiskey Sour. All right, Whiskey Sour, Dirty Shirley, got it. And another vodka crayon for my girl? Uh, yes, please, but a little lighter on the crayon this time. Done. Thanks. You look fucking amazing, by the way. All right, I'll be right back. Okay, Cher. I kind of love him. <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty good rebound, right? Way better than the guy you rebounded with after Jaden. Oh, I still get phantom whiffs of his terrible natural deodorant every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why are we just writing the squatter off? He's adorable. He's clearly super into you. And yeah, I'm old enough to have been his teen mom. Yeah, yeah, these big age differences are just more trouble than they're worth. For me. I mean, not for you. I mean, I think it's great for you two. Fuck yeah, it is. I love being a cougar. <laughs> You're a great cougar, babe. See, you just gotta own it. Okay, okay, he's coming back. All right, I come bearing drinks. what I miss? Oh, we were just talking about cougars. A- at the Bronx Zoo. <laughs> Yeah, there's a cougar leprosy problem, apparently. Aw, poor guys. I love cougars. We've heard. All right, all right, y'all. I'm gonna need a little help up here tonight. It's what we in show business call crowd work, honey. Oh, God. Now, who has got the pipes to sing backup for her royal finest queen Nefertiti? What's the matter? You're not scared of a little spotlight, are you? As I stood there paralyzed in the middle of the dance floor, I realized that I'm only afraid of the spotlight when I'm not the one controlling it. I was used to curating exactly what parts of me I wanted to put on display and how, but there's no control in karaoke. No, I just, I hate karaoke. Let's see. handsome. With me? Uh-huh. Yes. You, my little hieroglyph. You are gonna take a trip down the Nile. Oh, oh, oh. Now get up here and give mama a hand. We don't have to go. Oh, but I do. I gotta show you what real karaoke looks like. 
He's good at sex and karaoke. My heart's in overdrive and you're behind the steering I told you I like this guy. And he obviously has the Nefertiti seal of approval. That's bitch. Touching me. Touching me. Touching you. Touch me. Yeah. Have you nothing covered? Just a little bit of my heart. There's a chance we can make it now. I had forgotten how nice it was to be around someone who wasn't self-conscious at all. The suit was always so concerned with optics and looking like we were madly in love with each other that he neglected to make sure we actually were still madly in love with each other. But when the squatter was belting out that song on the stage next to the Egyptian-themed drag queen, I could see that he was doing it for me. He didn't give a shit that he was off-key or that he was making up some of the lyrics, and he definitely stole the mic from Queen Nefertiti's one too many times. But in that moment, I could feel myself going from small crush to fully smitten. Caught me. Do, re, mi, fa, so, fa, mi, re, do, so, do. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, next time I'm dragging you up there with me, whether you like it or not. Oh, yeah, you're only saying that because you've never heard me sing before. Give me a little taste. No, 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 no. Come on, I poured my blood, sweat, and tears into that performance. The least you can do is grace my ears with your tone deafness. Plus, I kind of don't believe there's anything that you're bad at. Fine, okay, here goes. <clears throat> I believe in a thing called love. Just listen to the rhythm of my head. There's a chance we can make it now. Shut the fuck up! Wow, okay, you are not lying. That was dog shit. Well, I would say this is me, but this is us. Ugh, such a good show. Fucking makes me cry every episode. I can't tell if you're joking. Oh, I'm not. Mandy Moore was my first love. Oh. Nope, I mean literally. My parents booked her for my bar mitzvah, and we dated for like eight months after that. And just when I was starting to forget how much of a douche you are, you had to go and say something like that. <laughs> Do you want to come up? I mean, as long as you promise not to sing. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Oh, uh, sorry. I don't recognize this number. Let me grab this. Hello? Oh, hi. Right. Um... I'm just wrapping something up, actually. Uh, can you just give me a minute? I should probably take this. Um, but tonight was fun. Thank you so much for being such a good sport. 
Yeah, of course. Good. Good night. Hey, you there? Sorry about that. Um, yeah, Scarlet told me about you. You're Jack, right? I'm sure. I didn't know if it was the fact that he was calling me on the actual phone like an actual adult, or if it was the charming gravel of life experience I heard in his voice. But Mr. Flapjack had definitely caught my attention. And I couldn't help but wonder, was I headed for a bona fide love triangle? You just listened to episode two of I Couldn't Help But Wonder, a fiction podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, subscribe, and share with your friends. If you'd like to support the making of future episodes, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash I-C-H-B-W. I Couldn't Help But Wonder is a production of Bullet Dodge Studios. This episode was written, directed, produced, edited, and sound designed by Taylor Vaughn Lasley. Starring Taylor Vaughn Lasley, Casey Ford Alexander, Matt Ramo, Cleo Handler, Gaba, Jamie Danner, Victoria Gaines, and me, Zach Reed. Our theme song is Tango Mechanique by Kirk Pearson and Bit. Additional music credits for this episode include Bubbles by Tentacles and I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness. Catch you next time.